Welcome to From Impossible to Inevitable. I am your host, Megan Bauer, and it is my goal to give you tools, resources, and perspective shifts that makes the impossible feel inevitable. Thank you so much for joining me here on my very first podcast episode. I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited to do this, and I'm so excited for this new journey. I spent a lot of last year closing down things so that I could be here right now, giving you my full energy, giving you my full heart in things that I find so important. I realized last year at some point that even though I've been studying personal development topics and implementing these things in my life, not everybody has. I've been using what I know to help improve and impact the lives of my friends and family, and I realized that it's part of my purpose here on planet Earth to help as many people as I can. I know that there are other people out there talking about personal development topics. I've learned from a lot of them, and that's great, and I also believe that we all have a place. I also believe that there is room for me. I also believe that there are people that I am specifically meant to impact and to reach, and maybe that's you. Maybe that's you. And if I didn't do what I was called to do, I'd be letting you down, and I don't want to do that. I don't. So I am ready to get loud. I'm ready to be real excited about personal development, about growth, about improvement, about going for dream lives, about Being the best version that I can be, I have seen what these things can do for people, my close friends, my close family. I have seen the impact of these perspective shifts. And I just just wonder what the ripple effect could be if I just stood up and did my part. And so I'm standing up. I am literally standing before you today. You are listening on the podcast. Please know that there is a YouTube version. You can watch me with all my super cool hand movements. You can watch me move closer and farther from the camera in my sparkly sequin dress. I would love it. I will put a link in the show notes. Um, I want you to feel my energy. I want you to see my energy. I am so excited. And I want you to feel that. Because I want to play a part in this world that improves as much as I can. That's what I want to do. I want to improve as much as I can for myself. I want to help others improve. I want to help the planet improve. I just want maximum growth and expansion for everyone. So that's what I'm here for. That's what this podcast is for. I want to help you Take whatever feels impossible in your life, whatever that situation is, I want to make it feel like what I want to make it feel inevitable for you. I want you to feel the inevitability of it, and then I want it to be inevitable, and then I want it to be in your life. That's what I want. That's what I'm here for. I am here to change the impossible to the inevitable in my own life, and I want to bring you on that journey with me. All right, so let's do this together. I am starting with a topic that I think is so deeply important. 
and that is the topic of beliefs. This is the basis of everything. It truly, truly is. Now, I'm not talking about religious beliefs. That is a whole bag, and I'm not getting into it. I am talking about the beliefs that run your life. These are the things that you believe to be true about how life is, how life is for you specifically, and how life is for other people. These are the beliefs about what you can have, what you are capable of, what you should have, how you should do things, even what order you should do things, if you should do things, what you should not do. There are beliefs attached to all of these things. Some of the beliefs are visible. They're on the surface. If you're looking at an iceberg, they're the tip of the iceberg. You know, I believe these things, and those are just obvious. Then there is a whole deck of subconscious beliefs that are running your life. They are. They're totally running your life, and you don't even realize it if you don't look into them. Left unchecked and uninvestigated, these beliefs will completely dictate what you do, how you live, and even what you aspire to. They will dictate all of these things and you won't even be aware of it. So I want to help you become aware of what these beliefs are so that you can do something about it. I am going to give you a metaphor here, okay? So let's go with me on this metaphor. I love metaphors. So say you come from a family that is diehard Honda drivers. Everybody in your family drives Hondas. You all love them. You all buy them, drive them. It's They're the smart choice. They're reliable. They're, they don't cost too much, but, you know, whatever. They're the best, right? You are driving down the road in your sweet Honda. You love this thing. It's great. Gets you where you need to go. And it's always there for you. You love this thing. When you're driving down the road, you see this sweet new car. You've never seen it before. It looks totally dope. And you look at the symbol and you realize it's a Honda. And you're like, holy, what is this? You get to where you're going and you log on to Honda.com and realize that they just released a brand new model that you weren't even aware of. You are so excited about it that you just go ahead and build your perfect model right there. You put in your color. You pick the trim. You add ski racks and whatever. You pick it out and you are so excited about it. You go down to the dealership. You sign all the paperwork. Put all the things in order. Do all the necessary steps. Get the keys to your brand new, totally dope Honda. And you take it home and you're so excited to show your friends and family because you have this brand new ride. You don't realize it there, but you have a whole stack of beliefs that are helping you throughout that whole process. Now, remember your family in this metaphor, they're all Honda drivers. They will completely support this decision. This is a responsible decision. This is a great car. It looks totally dope. And this is a safe choice. Contrast that with driving down the freeway and passing somebody, or they pass you, I don't know, whatever your experience is on the freeway, and they are driving a shiny Maserati. And you look at that and you think, dang, that must be nice. That right there sounds a little bit like a judgment, but that indicates a belief. Now remember you saw the sweet new Honda and you totally lit up about it. 
You went on to Honda.com, blah, blah, blah. The end, you got it. You look at this Maserati and you've got a belief that says, I'm a Honda driver. We don't drive Maseratis. That's not the safe choice. Dad didn't drive a, dad drives a Honda. Granddaddy drives a Honda. Grand, grand, granddaddy drives a Honda, drove a Honda. We don't do that. That is not a safe choice. You won't even, your beliefs will keep you from even logging on to Maserati.com and building your perfect Maserati. You won't do it because your beliefs are already telling you that that's not for you, that you can't have that. So you're not going to do anything. You're not even going to do the basic, very free thing of building a Maserati. You're not going to go down to the dealership to see if you even like the way it drives. You're not going to do any of it because it's not a safe choice for you because your beliefs, which are designed to keep you safe, arguable, whether they not they do that all the time but your beliefs are telling you that if you were to ever get that car you would have to you would have to justify it you would have to defend yourself because that's not a safe choice now i realize that the honda and the maserati have very two different price tags that's not the point the point is that you won't even do the free thing for the maserati because you don't believe you could have the Maserati, so there's no point, right? Now, this isn't such a big deal when it comes down to cars, unless cars are a really big deal to you. But it becomes a really big deal when you're looking at something like hmm, career or life purpose. When you come from a long line of people who work nine to fives because, you know, the health benefits are super important and the belief is that you either can't or it's really hard to get health benefits if you're an entrepreneur or whatever. It doesn't matter how true that is. That's the belief. So if you want to be an entrepreneur and no one in your family is an entrepreneur because that's super scary and unstable, you won't even log on to Google and say how to start my own business and do the very free kind of private thing, I say kind of private thing, of the Google search, right? Because already your beliefs are telling you, this is not a safe choice. We don't do these things. This is not us. This is not, this is not for you. And that belief keeps you in a box. We call these limiting beliefs. These are the beliefs that tell you, I can't, I shouldn't, not for you. These are the beliefs that tell you, I'm not smart enough, worthy enough. I'm not whatever enough and we all have these really ugly beliefs that keep us contained they don't let us live the most expansive lives the most you know expansive version of ourselves these are the beliefs that say if i get loud on the internet i'm gonna have haters and then people are just gonna hate me and then I'm going to be kicked out of the tribe and I'm going to starve and be eaten by wolves. Really? Okay. In primitive times, yes. Getting kicked out of the tribe in primitive times probably equaled death. In these days, if somebody on the internet doesn't like you, it's not that big of a deal. It really isn't. And honestly, if you really look at it face to face, that person who doesn't like you 
probably has an issue with themselves. It's not even about you. That's a whole nother podcast episode, but I just want to insert that there. Haters hate because they don't like something about themselves. It's not even about you. Okay, moving on to your beliefs. These beliefs keep you in a box. They keep you contained. They limit you, okay? If you wanted a Maserati, there, there's a list of things to do. It might feel like a longer, more daunting list than the list to maybe get a Honda. But if you're somebody who has never had a car before, the list to even get a Honda sounds real long and daunting. But since in this metaphor, you have already, you're already driving a Honda. Everybody in your family drives a Honda. This is a normal thing. That is a normal list. You believe you are capable of it because you've done it before. You do not believe you are capable of the Maserati because you have not done that before. No one in your family has made that choice before, and it feels unsafe. Your beliefs will tell you that's not a great choice, even if it is, even if it is. So we've got your limiting beliefs. They are keeping you small. You know that they're there. I've just convinced you that they are there. They are under the surface. They are subconscious. Now what? Thanks a lot, Megan. Now I know that these things are here. It's like feeling like I've got rats in the walls. I know that they're there, but now what? I don't have rats in the walls. That was a weird example. I don't know where it came from, but there we are. I kind of like it. Let's go with it. We have rats in the walls. Now what? Well, now, this is a great example. I love this. Now you listen for them. You listen for them. Listen to the things that fall out of your mouth. When you see somebody in a sweet Maserati and you say, dang, that must be nice. Well, yeah, that probably is real nice. Now, why do you sound so judgy about it? Well, because I don't think I can have one. Now, why is that? You start asking yourself questions. And you listen to what comes out of your mouth and you'll realize, well, nobody in my family has ever owned a Maserati. What makes me think I can? Well, what makes me think that you can is because it's a car and anybody with the right credentials and amount of money can buy one. It, you, you don't need to have a special anything to own a Maserati. You don't. You need a driver's license and insurance and the money, right? The signature. And as long as you have those things, ta-da, you get to put that in your garage. The problem is deeper than that. The problem is that you don't believe you can make all of those check boxes. You don't believe that you can have all of those things, especially when it comes to money. People have real, real strong beliefs about money and what's available to them and what's, what's capable for them. Money is a real big one because it's tied to worthiness oftentimes. Either you don't believe you are worthy of earning that much or you don't believe you are worthy of being in a career that you love that would pay you that much. That's often where it's tied. Um, not saying all the time, I said often. And that's worth investigating. 
So here, you've got these rats in the walls, right? And you're listening for them. You're listening to what you say. You're listening to how you respond to things around you. When things feel kind of judgy, like I wish or man must be great for that person, whatever, that's indicating that you don't believe that you can have the same thing. But you can't. It is available to you. See, you could, I could make the argument that if you really needed a Maserati, life or death, you needed a Maserati, you could get one. You could. If it was life or death, and it truly was, and you believed that it was life or death, you would end up with one because you would pull out all the stops. You would pull out all the stops. Maybe you'd sell your house and say, screw it, I'm going to live in my Maserati because this is that important to me. So you sell your house, you get, you know, your, the money from your house, whatever that word is, I can't think of it, doesn't matter. And it's a chunk of money and you walk in, you give them your license, your insurance, and a stack of cash, they hand you the keys, boom, done. The thing is, is it's not usually life or death when it comes to cars. So that would seem like an irresponsible choice. However, that's also a belief. A belief that it was irresponsible. However, if somebody said, if you don't pull up to my car in the next 72 hours, or pull up to my car, pull up to my house in the next 72 hours in a Maserati that's signed to your name, something terrible is going to happen to everyone you love. You're not going to make that risk. It doesn't seem irresponsible anymore, right? Because your belief is different. And here's what I want you to know about beliefs, okay? None of them are true with a capital T. None of them. Whether or not you come from a family of diehard Honda drivers and believe that that's the best car on the road, that is a little T truth. Little T truth. They believe that is true. That's how they live their life. Go off with your bad self. You get to pick your beliefs. Isn't that amazing? So should you decide that you are the kind of person who drives a Maserati and it is your right to own one, because it is, you will start getting all your ducks in a row to buy that Maserati. One of the big problems is, is that people think that we have beliefs based on the evidence. They think that we, we gather all this evidence and then we put up the belief. And we're like, look, I, this is true because of all of this evidence. First of all, the evidence is subjective, totally subjective. So none of that is true with a capital T. Second of all, that's not how your brain works. Your brain believes something, and then it gathers evidence to support that belief. Seems a little backwards. Who cares? That's how your brain works. So when you start to believe something new, you will start to find the evidence that supports that new belief. You have to be staunch about it. You have to be a grouchy old lady about it and be like, no, this is what I want. This is right. And then you'll start gathering up the evidence and then you're like, Ta-da! I was right. I told you. But it happens in that order. You believe first and then the evidence appears. 
you believe, and then your brain finds the evidence. If you don't believe, your brain is always not going to find the evidence. Sorry, that was not correct English. If you do not believe it, your brain will not find the evidence. And you can't fake out your belief system. You can choose to change your beliefs. You can. This is possible. You can do it. It requires consistency. It requires work. It requires effort. It really requires consistency. And it is possible. This is how, like, crazy from rags to riches stories. This is how people overcome all odds. This is how people who grow up in poverty rise to be billionaires. This is how that happens. They believe that despite their current circumstances, despite what everything looks like right now, that they can do it, that they can have it, that they can be it. They believe that first. And then everything else falls into line. Everything else comes together. That's how that happens. So if you are sitting there thinking, Megan, this is impossible. I don't know how to do this. That's okay. Because it starts out feeling impossible. That's why I named my podcast what I named it. It feels impossible right now, and that's okay. You work on yourself. You work on your beliefs. And there will be a turning point. You will turn a corner in your brain where it felt impossible, and now it feels inevitable. And when it feels inevitable, man, it is just as good as done. It is just as good as done. And you are almost there. So look, listen for the rats in your walls. In the walls of your brain, you have all of these rats. You have a whole catacomb full of rats that are limiting you, that are telling you, you cannot, you should not, you are not blank enough. You are not whatever enough. And these rats are liars. They are liars. They are sent straight from the devil. Anything that tells you that you are not good enough is a lie. Is a lie. I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe that that is a truth with a capital T. You might think that's my little T truth, but it is not. Look, what is most more supportive to you? If you are going to rewrite your beliefs, rewrite them to support you. You might think you are not good enough. Is that supporting you? Is that helping you? Is that helping you live the most expansive version of your life? No. No, it's not. Wouldn't you rather live the most expansive version of your life? Wouldn't it be worth it to rewrite your beliefs in order to live the most expansive version of your life? Wouldn't that be worth the time? I'm not saying it's easy. It's not easy. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of consistency. It takes a lot of believing in yourself. And that's a daily choice. I could choose to believe that I couldn't make a great podcast. And then I never would have done the research I've done. I never would have made notes for my first, my first episode. 
I never would have gotten here, but I believed that I could do it. I believed that I could do it. And I am standing right here because I believed that I could do it. And the more podcasts I make, the more evidence I have that I can do it. This is how beliefs are made. And this is a great example. I believed first that I could make a great podcast. And as I build the podcast, I'm building the evidence to support that belief. Does that make sense? I hope so. So here, here's what I want you to take away from this. Beliefs are running the show. They're dictating what you do. They're dictating what you aspire to. They're telling you what you can and cannot do. You have a bunch that are really, really, really helpful, and that's awesome. You have a bunch that are not helpful at all. And you need to exterminate those in order to live the most expansive life. So listen to what you say. Grab your journal. Write down a situation. Write down what your current belief is. Write down what you would rather believe. And start believing that. It's a process. It takes consistency. You can do it. Anything worthwhile takes some time. And heaven willing, you live a long, long life. And you have so much ahead of you. Wouldn't it be worth it right now to start this? To start believing in yourself? To start believing in your own expansiveness and your own worthiness? Wouldn't that be worth the time? I think it would be. I think it is. I believe it is. Thank you so much for joining me today on my first episode. Thanks for holding on with me through my bumps and my stalling for words. Thank you for being with me on this journey as I learn, as I grow, as I figure it out. I am really passionate about personal development and I'm new to podcasting. So at some point, this is going to meld beautifully. And I am so grateful that you are here through maybe the ugly duckling stage. I'm working on it. I'm doing the best that I can. And I'm so grateful for you. If you've gotten something out of this, please share it with a friend. Please subscribe. Please leave me a review. Please help me grow this. Please help me be as loud as possible so I can make the biggest impact that I can. Because what if we were all living our lives from this expansive place? What if? Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't we all be so much happier, more fulfilled, less road-raged people? I think so. Thank you again. I hope you have a great day.